Hello and welcome. I'm Alexander. And I'm Simon. We are still knee-deep in tech, and this is episode 28. It is. It is. Recorded on December the 14th, 2018. <laughs> no, it's not 2018. I know. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> yep. kind of woke you up, didn't it? Uh, yeah, k- kind of. So kind of. Just, just to be clear, it's 2017. It is still 2017. It is. Yes. But it's going to be 2018 soon. Yes. And that's probably the theme for next episode. It just might be. So What's up the, and coming? The, the, the classic question, when will then be now? The answer is soon. Spaceballs. Yeah. Oh, I keep forgetting. You weren't born when Spaceballs came out. Yeah, I've seen Spaceballs. Oh, I have. have. Yeah, of course. But I can't say that I have memorized every single line of it as you have. Oh, You've been jammed. I think it's Raspberry, sir. Anyway. (laughs) All right. So what is happening in the world of Microsoft and and IT this week? As always, a new Power BI (laughs) desktop client. Indeed. The December update for Power BI has uh, been released. And it is shockful with... Uh, small tidbits and good stuff. Yeah, and what what surprises me is that there's a desktop client. It's an actual app. Yep. And in a way, it's more obvious when they release new features for an app rather than in a cloud service. Sure. Because you, you don't upgrade a cloud service in the same way as you need to upgrade an app. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm quite stunned again by how fast Power BI desktop the desktop client for Power BI is, is evolving. Yes. Being and an app. Being an app. And one of the best things I've done in recent time is to uninstall the Power BI app and download it via the um, uh, the Windows Store. Yep. And that's that has to be the first time I've actually manage to to download something from the Windows Store that isn't A, crap, or B, even worse, crap, and see something that I wanted to do. You know that Spotify now is a Windows Store app. I did not. That's interesting. Yep. Might actually be useful. It's useful. Yes. And it has the exact same skill set. And I guess that's the same for the Power BI app. Yes. With one notable, uh, I wouldn't say exception, with one notable um, addition, automatic updates. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. boy, that is wonderful for something that gets updated every month. Yep, and just to to be clear, it's big enough updates. So if you lag behind a, a month or two, you m- might very well run into enough issues opening a report a PBIX file down on a, a newer version that you might not a be able to open it, or b you might not see exactly the same visualizations. For me, that sounds quite stupid because that makes probably will force users to open reports and so on that they necessarily don't use and actually be cautious about old files. It it, it, it would be like, yeah, open a Word document and you're not able to read it properly. Oh, I think um, I wasn't clear enough. It's the other way around. If the... the the file you can always open the file. Yep. But if you use version 
10, yep. so to speak, or, or the December update. Let's go yep. with the December update. If you create a PBIX file in the December update, yep. you are going to have issues opening it in, 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 in the, the September. older one. Yep. Yes. But if you create in something in September and open it in December, yeah. no issues at all. In a way, it makes sense, and that's the same for Office today, but the update pace you have with Power BI, that may be challenging. If you, for example, don't allow the uh, store apps in your organizations, which for some reason, many of our customers don't. And I argue that you should allow users to use the Windows Store apps. Yep, that, no, that, that's, ma- that's many true. lack lags behind with new updates. They do. Which probably sh- shouldn't then again be be an issue, but for example, if you share a report outside your organization, you may run into issues. No. No? No. Uh, I was just about to, to get to that point, which is a very good question, yep. by the way. Um, the, the pace is exceptionally high, and yep. the pace of so-called breaking changes is higher than we're used to. Yep. But you mentioned sharing. If I share this via PowerBI.com, you're safe. Yep. You're completely safe. If you share this via Power BI report server, same thing. You're safe. It's so it, okay. It, it it's, doesn't matter. So it's only when you've shared the actual file that you may run into issues. Exactly. Yep. The, the PBIX file. And, and that's basically the reason to do that is so someone other than yourself would be able to edit the report? Or could you do that using the cloud services as well, or the report server? You can, not to the same degree. You can do a lot of things, yep. but you can't do measures, you can't do um, calculated columns, and stuff like that. So that's that's what the, the Power BI desktop is for. So, yeah. Yep. So basically, what we're saying here is that if you are a content creator, you need to stay current with Power BI Desktop. Yep. Which is not an unnecessary... Uh, no, you, sh- you should be up to date anyways. Yeah. Um, it's but not for, an for example, For example, uh, the data warehouse feature in Intune, mm-hmm. to get started with that, you are able to download a PB, PBIX. PBIX file yep. from the Intune portal. Yes. And that, that that's the thing where you could end up in issues because I bet that they don't update that every single month as well. Sure, but then again, if you have a later version of yep, Power BI yeah, Desktop, that, you're, that, safe. Yeah, you're safe. So you, you should be safe. But speaking of the, the changes, one of the biggest things is, is that Q&A is now available in the Power BI Desktop. And what the heck is Q&A? Q&A is a, it's an interface. You can pretty much ask your, it used to be the, the, the PowerBI.com, the portal. You can ask it for, give me, Show me the the um, uh, common audience statistics for December's sales. So it's a it's a spoken language type of question set, but written. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I bet you you can do a Cortana with that. I'm pretty sure you can. Yeah. No. So so you just you just write what you want to see and yep. it creates in, in plain the, language. Yes. Yep. And that now works in the the Power BI desktop, which is very nice, and. One of the other things that kind of it came out the other day and came out very quietly is that drill down now filters other visuals. And you asked me to explain what the heck drill down is. Yeah, please do. If you have a hierarchy, yep. you cannot, by definition, show each and every level of this hierarchy in the same visualization, right? Yep. 
But what you can do is that you can click on the visualization and click the button for drill down. So you go down one step in the visualization. Still with me? Yeah, so instead of having a pie chart for each individual level of the hierarchy mm -hmm. side by side, yes. you can basically, yeah, I want to drill down in this and get the same kind of visualization for the level below. Exactly. Yep. And this can be done for several levels. Yep. The thing is that whenever you click on a visualization in Power BI, you touch and update the other visualizations around yep. it, which is by design, that's the point. The thing is, when you had drilled down, that didn't update the other visualizations. Oh. That has been changed. Yep. Seems like a decent thing to change yes it's it's a it's a fairly small change from a um, functionality perspective but it's a huge change yeah. from uh, a design perspective because you really quickly get used to if i click this piece of the pie chart everything else is updated yes and if i did that and nothing other than the drill down for one specific area or of the visualization changed mm -hmm. That could prove difficult. Yes. And that was a bit of a weird behavior. But yep. as, as with everything, we got used to it. And yep. just as we got used to it, things change again. Of course. Yes. Of course. So that that's very, very that's useful. Nice. Yep. Uh, a whole boatload of new custom visuals, uh, table heat map, uh, data image, uh, power KPI matrix, text filter, and so on and so forth. At some point, we need to do a special about the most bizarre visualizations in Power BI. That's easy. Yeah, the fish tank. The fish tank. I want. I, I need a deep dive in the fish tank. You and need how it a works. deep dive in the fish tank. That's there the episode. There we go. <laughs> deep dive in the fish tank. Deep dive in the fish tank of data. Dude, that just might be a new name for a new session. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, when, back when I um, was teaching Oracle, yep. one of the main um, uh, memory structures in an Oracle database is the shared pool. Yep. And I wrote a session called Sharks in the Shared Pool. Yep. That actually came by very, very well. Deep dive in the fish tank of data. Yep. Go for it. All right. Um, that's that's um, Power BI for you this, uh, this month. Yeah. And I would actually, like, when we're talking about BI and visualization of data. Mm -hmm. uh, senior premier field engineer called David Coles yep. just released a quite interesting article about integrating Power BI with Config Manager. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a cool way to visualize what you really, what, what you can do with Power BI in combination with a tool you could the connection between Power BI and Config Manager may not be clear mm -hmm. because you have a lot of the features in reporting services which we use usually use, but in this case he have integrated them to be able to visualize an office and show where computers that are non-compliant from a patching perspective is located. Physically, where physically located. Okay, and um, again, I see the point. It's a like you, you can see if if you have a network failure, you can see what departments are non-compliant. It's easy 
for you to go out and do something about it if mm -hmm. you want to. Mm -hmm. But in a larger environment than the one he's visualized, I see some issues with it or some challenges. But to be able to see how you can use data from Config Manager with new ways of visualization in Power BI, that's something you re every Config Manager admin really should look into instead of leveraging reporting services. Sure. And I know that we have a lot of a couple of MVPs that have done other things with this. Um, but that's something we should work together on. We should. Yep. And just to go on a bit of a tangent here, I'm reading a um, an excellent book by Charles Stross, uh, a great British... Um, Do you have time to read books? Sure. Of I'm course impressed. it is. <laughs> it's, it's easy. Don't get kids. But that's another story. No, the, um, and and um, he brought up a very good point yesterday, or one of his characters did, that it really doesn't matter if you know why something should be done. Yep. You just told me that you saw issues with visualizing a larger uh, company. Yep. And or a larger building. Yeah, or sure. Set and of buildings. To which I say it doesn't matter. And bear with me. Yep. The point of this is not to show specifics where the thing is. The point of this is to show that it can be done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And it's all about buy-in. Yeah. And this is something where you excel in a way that I don't. I have a way of forgetting that I need to have other people with me on the boat. Yep. I just see, okay, this is a good idea. Hence, everybody realizes this is a good idea. That's my main mistake. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if I... I've, you sound so humble. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's an issue. I just leave people in the dust. And for me, something might be obvious. And for others, it might not. And the biggest issue is when I see something as obvious and I'm wrong. So buy-in, political buy-in is very, very important, yep. especially at our level, so to speak. We, exactly. are, we are talking yep. to uh, CEOs, we are talking to, to IT managers, and they might not necessarily need the, the technical yep. stuff thrown at them, but yep. this is a very good way to, yep. to get buy-in. And actually, so one of the other things that's included in this one, you can actually get a visualization of the last login time per desk. That is useful. That's useful. And people would probably scream. Bloody murder. Yeah. HR would be involved in some way. But yeah. I, I, we, we at Atea, we actually sell solutions that do exactly this. Yep. And you are able to do a lot of it with Config Manager and Power BI. Yep. So but, the, the, I, it's interesting to see that the focus on Power BI is extending from the data dbas people working with bi people working with data as such it's it's actually getting into all kinds of uh, technical areas now which sure, is good sure. because it's it's easy enough to work with it is and it, it's a tool and as with every tool there are different ways of using it you'd be surprised the number of ways you can use a hammer yeah i i, I bet that's a very weird smile I've been using hammers in so many ways. Moving on. There's a reason why I don't I do not work with hammers. I see. Well, um going from visual stuff to 
in absolutely no way, shape, or form visual. <laughs> Back in the old days. Back in the old days. Yes, yep. when I started out, um, I, I used to work with Oracle. Yep. And of course, I still do some Oracle work. And I'll be blunt, Oracle's uh, visual-oriented um, uh, applications and, and management tools suck. Plain and simple. So I've always used SQL Plus, which is a command line interface. Yep. It served me very well through many, many, many versions and operating systems. And it's pretty much exactly the same on, on whatever um, environment I'm using it, which is a very good thing since one day you're working with Linux, one day you're working with Unix, and the third day you're working with Windows. But it's the same tool. Now, MS SQL CLI just came out. It is a command line tools that has T-SQL IntelliSense. Mm. Syntax highlighting, pretty formatting, multi-line edit mode, and configuration file support. This is great stuff. I don't always need a full-size management studio. Yep. To be to be fair, most of the time I don't need a full-size management studio. So just having this and being able to bang out a, a quick SQL statement is superb. Yep. I am looks nice. very much going to use this. So it, and, and, it, and the feature were actually pretty formatting for query results. Yeah. 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 And then it just works. It's uh, it requires Python, but then again, pretty much everyone has Python these days. Or if you don't get Pythons it. Pythons don't survive in this cold. <sighs> You're sleeping now. I am so very much looking forward to summer just to <laughs> avoid the, the avoid sheer number of puns. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even Friday. I know. Oh dear. Yep. Well, now I did do something. Oh, th that wasn't. Yep, sorry. Uh, moving on. Mm -hmm. uh, let's let's continue the discussion on data for a while sure and then move over you, to you know I like data yep I just realized the other day that I can honestly say when someone asks me what I do for a living I can say I work with data <laughs> uh, and if if someone told my wife that mm -hmm. she would be huh Sure. So, and people would would probably assume that you're working with, like, a hammer. The interwebs. The interwebs, yeah. Intertubes. The the motherboard of everything. The motherboard of everything. The the potential names just <laughs> pour so, in. So moving on. Yes. Uh, and we'll we'll do a as you say a segue mm -hmm. here uh, and move on to your latest blog post. Ah, the the T sequel ninety seven one. Yep, yep. sure. Uh, so first of all, what's T sequel? T sequel. That's uh, transact sequel. The uh, the the dialect of sequel uh, in SQL Server. Yep. And what's T sequel Tuesday? T sequel Tuesday was started by Adam Mechanic quite some time ago. Someone hosts the T sequel Tuesday and creates a a basic question, so to speak. Or uh, um, something to talk about. Then everyone who wants to join in can participate, 
just you need to post the thing on the Tuesday in question, yep. which is the first Tuesday in the month, and it needs to tangent the um, the original idea, the the original yep. query. And in this case, it was. Um, so, so, so you get. When do you get the the initial idea? On the, 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 the invitation. Yep. Usually a couple of weeks before. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I had, I think I had two weeks to to write this. Yep. Which, by the way, is both the the longest blog post that I've ever written and probably the most difficult to to formulate. Yeah. So what's this month's subject? This month's subject was setting learning goals for 2018. Yep. And Adam said on on Twitter that uh, learning goals or which I read as learning lists is the way to go. Yeah. And I opined that sure, but uh, the issue with lists is that it might just be um, obsolete at the same moment that you write the darn thing. Yep. To which he responded, sure, but in that case, your list is too granular. How would you tackle it? And that was that was the reason that I actually started to write this yep. uh, blog post. So basically, you, you have in the blog post, <laughs> you've written a list, mm-hmm. so to say, yeah. on the learning goals you have, I guess. Um, yes and no. Uh, it, or that you suggest that people have. No. No, not at all. No, not at all. No, and that—that's the funny thing. Um, I I realized earlier that I will not be able to write such a list, but I will be able to write the my thoughts that came into my head when I started to think about how I learned stuff and how probably other people learn stuff. Yep. So it is not learning goals per se, but it is food for thought when thinking about creating a learning goal. And could you, like, in just one minute, everyone should read the blog post, but in just one minute, summarize your points? Sure. Um, My first point, keep your eyes on the horizon, deals with uh, that we as as consultants have a funny way of becoming reactive. We need to quickly be able to to support our customers. That means that it is very easy to get bounced around and it's hard to find a direction for your yep. skills to evolve so that's um, keep your eyes on the horizon means that you, you really should think of creating a, a high level learning goal yep and have something to move towards yep then it's all about association that's um basically applied neuroscience the brain is all about association Yep. And if you are able to find a way to associate whatever new information you want to take in to something that you already know, it's way easier to retain that knowledge yep. and to find a spot to put in the the piece of the puzzle. Yep. The third would be think outside of the box. And that means that you might be able to find um, different learning opportunities. There are way... Uh, there there are so many ways to learn stuff that is yep. not a specific course. It could be um, a plural site. It could be podcasts. It could be blogs. It could be anything but a course. Yep. So think outside the box. And the fourth is rich, listen to Richard Feynman, who was a physicist 
he actually won the Nobel Prize in, in physics in 1965. And he, he's got a very simple way of, of looking at teaching. Four, uh, um, four points, the, the so-called Richard Feynman technique. I won't go into details yep. what it is, but in general, if you can teach it to um, a fairly basic um, basic skilled person yep. using simple language, then you know your subject. And if you can't, Good point. well, you don't. Yep. So that's that's the the whole blog posts in one minute. Yep. And how how many do you usually pitch in on a T SQL Tuesday? This is my third. Yep. Uh, my third T SQL Tuesday. And having said that, I want to pitch in more. Yeah. But how many other blog posts on oh. this subject? Oh, um, it can be anything from five to fifty. Yep. And and you have some kind of hashtag to follow to. Yes. Yep. Uh, that, interesting. That's, it's that's a, it's a interesting format. It is, and it's also aggregated at tsukatuesday.com. Yep, wonderful. So moving on to uh, the desktop thingies. Oh, the desktop thingies. AI. In office. I don't. I don't believe it. <laughs> you don't believe it? No, I don't believe in AI. No, okay. probably not. It. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. That. Uh, moving on. Yep. Yep. So we now, I actually did a customer demo of some AI, machine learning, and so on in Office a couple of weeks ago. And the amazing things that are at your fingertips without any cost mm-hmm. in Office is quite extraordinary. Mm-hmm. So, for example, and many of these things are now in public preview. You have a few things already. But the things they released yesterday was uh, to un- unlock rich insights with AI. So you can actually get insights from your data visualized in, for example, Excel. So you can grab your data, tell Excel what to look for, and powered by machine learning, it will actually visualize the data you have. Yeah, And a very good way to showing this, it's, it's actually a Microsoft demo, is um, the data set is basically comments from a customer survey. Yep. And that combined with geographical data from where the specific comment were made. Right. And using machine learning, it will actually score each comment mm-hmm. from zero to one. Mm-hmm and tell you if it's a positive or negative comment or how positive it is to be the the so-called sentiment analysis yeah yep and that that's an awesome thing sure. that's widely available you can use it whatever you like and it's as far as i'm aware at no cost cool uh they also have something called a new thing called company lingo with machine learning huh? and this is quite interesting because there there is uh I've, um, one of the sponsors of Windows Weekly uh, is a company called Text Expander. Okay. Or a product called Text Expander. Right. Which basically ama- enables you to write an abbreviation or whatever you like, and it will automatically fill in a predefined text for you. No, useful. And now that's included in Word. Oh. So that if, specific tool or no, uh, no, not not that. That's a completely different tool, but the same kind of technique okay okay so if you write uh, ai plus r for example mm-hmm. 
it will automatically expand that abbreviation to artificial in, artificial intelligence and research. Cool. Because that's something it it's learned by you using the language. Oh, so it's pretty much like uh, autocorrect on the the phone. Yeah. Where does it get the information from? Where does it learn? I guess you need to teach it. Okay, so do you need to teach it or can I teach it and it's going to work for you? Good question. The, the, the whole idea is the company lingo. Yeah. The question is, 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 it's, is it learning I think from... It, I think it will learn from what you write. I write or... You, you, you write. Okay, so... Y- you can teach it things. And it's going to... Pick it up. Even when you write stuff. No, it, it it may be doing that. Yeah, it should be in the same tenant. Exactly. The The information is quite limited. Okay. It will be rolling out in 2018 for Word Online. But you should be able to gather all the information from whoa, your whoa, tenant. Whoa, 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 whoa. For Word Online? It starts there. Okay, but it's it's probably going to yeah, be pushed it, down. I, I to... guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So. Uh, we have a few other things. They released the Whiteboard app in preview. So the same whiteboard app as the service hub has is now available on your PC with the same abilities at the service hub. And so now you, you can, can actually share with yes. nice. Finally. Yes. So that's wonderful. Uh, and a lot of other things with intelligent search for text and images using Office Lens and so on. Okay. So that that's wonderful as well. And I also encourage everyone to look into the awesome things that you get in PowerPoint with AI and machine learning. Everything from quick start for designs to design suggestions and the translation tool is just extraordinary. Yes, the translation tool. That, that's going to be a game changer for conferences, I yeah, think. And it's free. Free is a good number. 100 hours of simultaneous... Um, subtitles to your spoken words in PowerPoint. How do you per month? Per month. Per month. Oh. So you can use it for whatever you like. Hello. Yep. Nice. So that that's just wonderful. It's a Microsoft Garage project, so you can just download it and go on. So it's quite extraordinary how AI and machine learning is being integrated in applications we use. This is a very, very very good way to get people to understand what you can do with machine learning and AI. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. And I'm really looking forward to trying it out and see how I can integrate it in my way of work. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to end with something that i really looking forward to mm-hmm. we should vacation yeah that as well we are should hopefully get a massive windows inside the build today or tomorrow oh a massive one they really? have been testing it for two weeks now internally okay so this will probably include lots of the features we want in rs4 so the continue anywhere feature the uh, the probably could get the sets feature, cloud clipboard, things like that. So, so we might have something interesting to talk about yeah, next week. We may, we may have. Donna Sarkar tweeted something about that the new build will have a blog post 
at around 25 pages. Holy crap, that's a serious blog post. Yeah. Wow. So we, I hope we get something new on that. And uh, we'll probably have a session, have an episode next week as well. Probably in, in some way next week, yes. Yep. And then we are going to create the um, uh, year in review. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yep, it will. It's been an interesting year and then we have a lot of things to look forward to next year as well. Definitely. There are some changes coming uh, for both of us. Yep. And uh, it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting year. It will. Okay. Well, on that, it is time to end the show. Thank you very much for listening and see you probably next week. Yeah. And don't dive too deep. Don't dive too deep. <laughs> right. Bye. Bye.